everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from beautiful and maybe a little foggy Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up on the show today, Dan, a delicious lawsuit. Mm. <laughs> but we're going to talk about uh, one... Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 inexplicable. Yeah, one Mr. Uh, James Huntsman, brother to uh, former Utah Governor John Huntsman Jr., who also uh, was a primary candidate a few cycles back for president. Uh, so you guys know the name. Um, he's he's going after the Mormon Church, and we'll get to details later. But it's delicious. It's, it's kind of cuckoo bananas. It's kind of crazy. I know, but I love it. I love it. I wish him all the luck in the world. Yeah, it's going nowhere, <laughs> but that's okay. It's good. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk Who about knows? it. Who knows? He's a, he's a, he's got a lot of money. He can make a lot of things happen. Yeah, exactly. Well, Dan. Yes. You live in an HOA situation. How dare you? <laughs> you have a homeowners associ- association. You're I, doxing me right now. I, I can't have, believe it. Sh- yeah, it's such a such a doxing detail. Such a uh, rare I live thing. in a homeowners association situation yeah. as well. Um, and everybody, I don't know if you know this, I'm the president of my HOA. And... <laughs> You're so proud. I love it. <laughs> so, so the the story that um, I was uh, I'm about to to talk about uh, caught my eye because it was it like oh. Home some HOA news. Um, so down there in Texas, uh, the uh, Republicans in the state legislature um, are currently <laughs> trying to pass a bill that sounds like it's going to pass and it sounds Ooh. like the governor will likely sign it. Um, but a bill that would rein in HOAs uh, throughout Texas, their ability to restrict religious symbols being put on display on like front porches in sort of association homes right um because apparently this all got started because somebody uh lived in an hoa and decided they were gonna jesus-y up their front porch right and the hoa was like "Mm, you're kind of breaking the rules right so you need to remove that because you know what when you purchased your home in this community you agreed to a certain set of rules you, which, you by signed the way, documents exactly right um which by the way nobody except for apparently me reads the ccnrs <laughs> while purchasing a place to see what you're in for right right um Anyway, well, there's that. So, um, so the legislature has decided to overreact, and I basically just want to file this whole thing uh, under. Uh, I I I can't wait for a member of the Satanic Temple to test this new law, <laughs> right? <laughs> because, like, they're 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 blanket allowing religious displays so i mean there are some that um you know like i i actually i'm a pretty easygoing hoa board member and board president um if i didn't mention that already um (laughs) that uh like i don't really fucking care Uh, like as far as like um 
you know, like we technically have rules against putting up signs in your window, like political signs and that kind of stuff. And like, who fucking cares? What I care about is are, are, you can't make architectural changes to the exterior of what you think your home is. It's a townhome situation. So, right. Right. And so it's like, you can't make exterior changes that, that are permanent. Right. But if you want to put something, who fucking cares? Right. Uh-oh. But a lot of HOAs. That's a slippery slope. Fucking that who cares? care. Yeah. Well, you have the rules on the book so that if somebody is stupid, you can like rein it in. Right. Yeah. Um, but you know, we have people who have like little political signs in their windows and they're, they face the street. Who cares? Right. Right. Anyway. Um, I think you'd care more if they were political signs that were like horrible, anti-gay or, you know, anti-whatever. Like for instance, I, in my HOA, we used to have a guy who liked to fly a Confederate flag and, uh, that's, that was not okay. Here's the deal. Um, I would wait for a homeowner to complain and then we would deal with it. Right. But as long as there's no complaints coming in, no big deal. Right. You're not going to run out of I'm not some Nazi going around. Like there are HOA board members out in the world and sorry if you're one of them, um, (laughs) who go around and like police their community. Right. And I just think that that kind of behavior gives HOAs a really bad name. Right, like all we're really trying to do is just like protect our have common nice interests and have a nice, clean community. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and if you want to put a little display in your window, who fucking cares? Well, anyway, um, so, but I don't like that this is all couched in religious terms. Right. right. Um, apparently, there are uh, provisions in the new law that would allow for holiday decorations thirty days before and fourteen days after <laughs> a certain holiday. <laughs> I don't know which holiday they could possibly be talking about. Um, uh, all of them. Can I just tell you, <laughs> I saw the most insane Easter decorations on somebody's house mm. the other day that I have ever seen. Like, probably at least 500 colored plastic eggs hanging by ribbons oh from God. a tree. A no. single tree just completely engrossed, engulfed in eggs it was amazing where was this this stupid neighborhood (laughs) but it sounds wonderful yeah um anyway um yeah but i i question like so they're talking about holiday decorations that are supposed to be because they they were they put in the sort of the sincerely motivated religious sort of belief like line into the law so that it's like, but like, like normally if, if you have a rule that you can't put up like little, a little cross on your, on your porch, you're probably not allowing for Halloween decorations either. Right. Right. So you're going to allow like Christmas and Easter and all these other act- like religious holidays, but like you're going to say no to Halloween and then what if like you can't like 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 people could be coming forward with any like oh, like random is, religious holiday there is going to be some truly a member of yeah there's going to be some snarky ass Jew 
who <laughs> is going to decorate for every Jewish holiday, of which I don't... I think there are two for every day of the year. Like, Jewish holidays... They got a lot of them. Yeah. And they are going to go... Eight. Matter of fact, uh, Rabbi Gruber, if you're listening to this, I know you're in Texas. Mm. Uh, if you live in an HOA, you know that you have to do this now, right? You know you have to go <laughs> fucking hog wild oh. on Purim decorations, Rosh Hashanah <laughs> decorations. Like every single Jewish holiday, doesn't matter how, how little you care about it or how disrespectful it is to right. the actual holiday, you have to go ape shit crazy. Well, seriously though, Satanic Temple, the Satanic Temple is made for this, right? This is oh, what they do, right? Like, like <laughs> you just need a bunch of like Satanic you know, imagery on somebody's porch, right? Right. And to, to, to like, te have some HOA board be like, no, you can't do that. Seriously, right? someone in Texas, you have to do this. <laughs> Pair up with the with the uh, the Satanic Temple uh, national yeah. people. Yeah. Hopefully you're already a member. If you're not, yeah. make sure that you join up. Yeah. And then just make, come up with a calendar of holidays. I don't... I don't know if STS has a calendar of holidays currently, they but will I'm sure soon. that they will be very willing to <laughs> and uh, and make sure that there's one every like so that so let's see, you've got 30 days before and 15, 14, 14 days, after. days to clean up. Yeah. So that is every 44 days. There's a new holiday. Yeah. Or whatever or whatever it is. Yeah. Oh, no, it doesn't even have to be that much because you've got uh, anyway. You do the math. I'm not I'm not good at that sort of thing. <laughs> sort out exactly how many things you have to do and then make sure that you have constant just terrifying. Get <laughs> get that Baphomet statue on your lawn. Do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. Oh, that's great. All right. Well, I, from Texas, I'm going to take us to Colorado where uh does the name Jack Phillips ring a bell to you at all? No. It's a pretty common name, and one that we didn't care about, except that he was the guy who wouldn't make the uh, the gay wedding cake, who oh. got sued in Colorado, Right, and then the U.S. Supreme Court decided to uh, uproot the Colorado decision based on the fact that they thought that co the Colorado uh, department that had made the decision about it was sounded kind of mean. It wasn't. It wasn't a real victory. They, the The Supreme Court didn't actually tackle the argument of whether or not someone has to make a wedding cake for mm -hmm. the same a same sex couple, right? Uh, if they make wedding cakes, all they did was say, "No, you were too mean to him, so we're we're overturning this." <laughs> okay. Well. I think on the same day back in 2017 that the high, that the Supreme Court uh, announced that it would hear the appeal, mm -hmm. uh, a woman named Autumn Scardina, who is a trans woman and an attorney, mm. uh, called into his shop to request a cake that was blue on the outside and pink on the inside in honor of her gender transition. Hmm. Which uh, is, I think, a delightful thing to do because yeah. 
he what he had said was that the point w- w- of him refusing the cake was that it would be in some way uh, honoring a, what he deemed to be a religious ceremony, meaning the wedding, right? Right. And uh, and he and he had a religious uh, uh, problem with that. Okay. Well, she called his bluff because. No, it wasn't about that. He just wanted to hate on folk and, and didn't want to do nice things for people that he hated. So right. yeah. she had him make a cake. He refused. This whole thing went to uh, the state. The state, there was a whole big kerfuffle. And uh, the Colorado Civil Rights Commission decided that there was probable cause uh, that Phillips had discriminated against her. Uh, and then there was a, uh, and then there was a lawsuit and blah blah blah. And then all the li- lawyers uh, for the state and for Phillips agreed to drop the cases under a settlement, but that settlement still allowed uh, Miss Gardena to sue to pursue mm. a, a, a a personal lawsuit. Okay, uh, and she is. So okay, that is uh, currently. Uh, go uh, under uh, going through the process, but I just think that's hilarious. That dude, wow. will, I I I fucking hope everybody trolls him in the courts for the rest of his life <laughs> until he finally is like, fine, I'll make all the cakes. <laughs> oh my god! All right, well, Dan, yes, um. You know that nice Franklin Graham? Yeah. He, yeah. He's uh, he's your name son of, he's who you were named after. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Son of uh Billy Graham. Yeah. The uh the very famous evangelist uh, uh who maybe I mean I don't know, he was a pretty conservative da- guy, but he didn't seem as awful as Franklin does. Oh no, um, the, the son <laughs> of the of the famous pastor is always the worst one. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, he did something this week that I think caught a lot of people, uh, by surprise. Um, also, uh, a lot of, uh, fans of his people who follow him, um, and specifically who follow him on, on places like Facebook. Mm. Um, he got on the Facebook and, uh, posted, uh, about, uh, getting the vaccine and advocating for people to get the vaccine. Uh, vaccine, of course, for COVID-19. Yeah. Um, he said that uh, he'd been asked if Jesus, uh, that, that that if Jesus were physically walking on earth now, would he be an advocate for vaccines? <laughs> and so he goes, yes, my answer is yes, he would be because they protect people. They, um, they're, 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 um, you know, they're going to, keep you safe from whatever right yeah. i don't know exactly they keep, what he said they, they, they keep um, you it's 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 healing it's yeah yeah it's a it's a good thing it you prevents should do this. suffering exactly so why um, wouldn't jesus be pro that yeah and so and i actually think that like he kind of knew his audience a little bit uh and uh and said that that the the, the people should consult their doctor no, about the best plan for their own health right, right? and that, that's okay like he knows his audience a little bit well he didn't know his audience his audience fucking lost their goddamn fucking minds <laughs> about this of course they did because they're a bunch of anti-vaxxers and on top of it they they're 
they're COVID deniers. Um, and so some top comments told Graham things like uh, that he should do more research. Um, and uh, one reply um, s- chastised Graham for saying that he wants to continue living. That was, I guess, part of his thing. Like, I got a shot so I could continue living. And the person says, it doesn't matter how many shots you get. Uh, when you're when it's your time, no vaccine will save you. <laughs> oh my God, um, well, that's true. It also doesn't matter how many times you jump out of a helicopter. When it's yeah. your time, you're going to die. It, it, sure, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, and this it's just really truly remarkable because this is the thing that I've been hearing a lot. You know, and sort of. Um, bouncing around in the, in, in the media that I pay attention to that we need to ha- like the leaders of these communities need to start standing up and giving some good messaging and saying that they've gotten the vaccine. And this is how we're going to um, curb, you know, the vaccine hesitancy and everything. Right. And then you see this story and you're like, Oh no, like, this this ship has sailed. These this thing has a mind of its own at this point, yeah. yeah. And these people aren't listening to anyone, uh, including like like people that they have chosen to follow on social media because of whatever reason they they like this person. They've liked their message in the past, and then they say one thing about the COVID nineteen vaccine. And they just lose it. Well, these people, that's the problem is that people don't know what their religion is anymore. So Ah, many people, their religion has become QAnon slash, uh, you know, Fox News or whatever slash OAN. Mm. And so they're not that the thing, the God thing is not their religion anymore. I've seen this among Mormons. It's weird. Mormons who, as you know, in our days growing up would never have dreamed of thinking a thought against what the the prophet and his and his uh cohorts would say yeah never if it came out of temple square it was fucking gospel and you did it or you were an apostate right yeah and now the mormon church says yeah you should probably get vaccinated and everybody's like fuck you you don't know what you're talking about yeah it's insane (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Their pr- current prophet is a doctor. Yeah. A medical doctor. And people right. are still not listening to them. They're like, hmm, I don't know. Hammond Meta had a good roundup of, uh, of, of Facebook responses to Franklin Graham. I don't know if you saw his thing, mm. but a whole bunch of people saying things like, uh, but this vaccine is not proven. It is man-made and dangerous. You know, like... <laughs> Unlike all those other vaccines that are that that came to us from from the ground, from from on high, and this one, this is this one is the one that really proves my point, which is this person said, "I find this disturbing. You are a man of God, no doubt." This is someone talking directly to Franklin Graham, right? But who is pay? But who is paying you to say this and sell out? You are too smart, and no, this is not a religious question. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yes. How is it not being, this is, this is a good thing. This is being a good neighbor. This is being a good member of your community. 
Yeah, yeah, right? exactly. Stopping it's not even for you. It is for yeah. all of us. It is for yeah. it is for the least of the, us. It is for the, the compromise. Absolutely. Right? And these people have at every step along the way through the pandemic been the most selfish um uh, people that you could possibly imagine yeah right like it's always been about them 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 the their their rights that were being trampled on which was ludicrous to begin with but their rights right um and 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 they don't want to wear a mask i can't breathe bullshit we can all breathe we breathe just fucking fine we literally all know that you can breathe you know that we know that you can breathe because we're wearing masks right now and we're breathing (laughs) yeah and but like the other thing is i don't want to wear a mask is just it's literally the most minor inconvenience that could oh be asked God, of you. No kidding. And they're not right. willing to do it. Nothing. Nothing. They have to have their Christmas with their family. They have to right. like no, we're all we're all in the same boat. We're all sacrificing. You're not missing out on something that everybody else is getting to do, right? Yeah. Like we're all missing out on family gatherings. Yeah. We're all missing our friends except that we're doing it didn't miss out so many try to save some lives yeah and instead over half a million people in this country alone have died and i i I know that i have to walk away from it i know that for for life to go on and for society to return to whatever fuck normal is at this point um like we have to move on but i don't know how we do I, I, I'm still wrestling with this. I know I've brought it up before, but like how, how, how do, how do we live with these people? I know these horrible. I think Look, they're horrible people. I've got news for you. He, he, and here's the, this is where I've come to. I don't want to get too derailed on this, but what yeah. I've come to, because I have been on a kick lately of just everybody forgive everybody for everything right now oh god it is too fucking hard life is too short and too fucking difficult right now go easy on yourself if you did a shitty thing try not to do it again if you didn't you know if you went and jumped the line to get a vaccine okay fine forgive yourself if you didn't you know if you didn't wear a mask when you should have if you got together with family when you shouldn't have everybody just let's just take a deep breath Let's realize that we're all pieces of shit anyway, that we're all just <laughs> apes with cell phones. None of us are very good at this whole thinking thing. Uh, and just breathe and move on. We all, I mean, you know, parents who don't feel like they, they have a right choice to make at this point, which you don't, go easy on yourself. Everybody just get, Everybody gets a bit of a free pass right now. Even the shittiest shitheads, in my mind, they were misled. They were told by people that they trusted in authority. The people who don't get a pass are people like fucking Tucker Carlson and oh, Rush Limbaugh and, and Donald Trump. These are the people, and you know, and Mitch McConnell, whatever. These are the people who don't get a pass. But mm. I don't blame people for trusting people who spoke with authority and lied to them. No, in- that's true. And that should soften it a little bit. Yeah. But I, I will say that i think that they were already there well right at this point i don't know like i i just 
Okay, I need to walk away from it. Because, <laughs> walk like, away, walk I, away. I, I just feel like that side of the whole political spectrum is just, they've turned into just me, 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 me. Well, me. you know what? I'm going to caution you against dehumanizing them too much uh, because they're not a monolith and, you know, and plus dehumanizing I know, I know. is what they do as a monolith. Right. But I feel like it's it's a driving value of of is. the the political right at the moment is that it's it's a it's a incredibly self-centered and selfish movement that's all i'm saying okay that's what i believe i'm gonna give it to you so uh, i'll okay. allow it and let's uh let's go on to the next story and this one is uh comes to us from scotland uh though none of the things that are involved are particularly scottish uh there oh. is a there was a bit of a kerfuffle the, the U.S. Air Force uh, decided to build a firing range in, uh, in a small uh, rural area of Scotland. And, uh, and kind of just did it. You know, they had obviously permission. They, they, the landowners, you know, they rented the land or whatever, and I'm sure they got governmental permission. The people that they didn't go to and talk to about it was was the uh, Buddhist monastery that they were right next door to. <laughs> oh, okay. The Samye Ling Tibetan Buddhist Monastery, uh, named after the mo very first monastery in Tibet, Samye. I don't know. I'm definitely not pronouncing that correctly. Uh, located in a small southern Scottish village of Eskdalmuir. Totally nailed that one, though. Um <laughs> It is the oldest and largest Tibetan monastery in all of Europe. Oh, wow. And it's actually okay. quite a lovely place. Uh, and as you can guess, if you know literally anything about Tibetan Buddhism, they probably value quiet. <laughs> no. Which, eh, you know, doesn't really go well with a firing range oh my God. for a military. <laughs> Oh, my God. And I get the sense that this wasn't just, like, guys shooting rifles. I get the sense that they were, like, dropping bombs or something. This oh is the Air God. Force we're talking about. Anyway, I you didn't know, see that, but... They just they just need to meditate harder. Right? Right. Like, they just need to focus. If you're good just, at it, you just, shouldn't yeah, notice the bombs. You push, should be fine. Just push that away. Just... Just uh, that's just mm, monkey just, mind just, mm, and a, a, and you your... know machine gun fire. <laughs> so just just chill with it, man. Just uh, yeah. learn learn to to meditate through it. No big deal. Uh, and they opened apparently last June, and things got a little hefty when they decided they were going to expand it. They wanted oh, to no. uh, have a larger range. Put a put in a little cabin and uh, and wanted to uh, to have a world long distance shooting competition on site, so that would be fun. Uh, the monks at that point decided to raise a bit of a of, of a an objection, uh, as did I think something like twenty thousand people who all signed a petition. Oh uh, my god! Saying uh, please no. And here's what's great. This ends in good news. The U.S. Air Force went, oops, are bad, and I've decided to pull out. So Great. They're good. actually leaving. Excellent. Or rather, yeah. as they put it, 
the Air Force has, quote, no future plans to utilize this training area. <laughs> so that's nice. Oh, they need to get the some, monks like, alone. Yeah, they need a, some better zoning <laughs> yeah. around that thing. Yeah, right. I think maybe the monks have learned a lesson. We'll see. <laughs> All right, Dan. Yes. Uh, also over in Europe. Sure. Uh, Belgium. To be precise. That's not a real place. Um, the Jehovah's Witnesses are finding themselves in a little bit of hot water. Uh-oh. Um, and have been fined to the tune of 12,000 euro um, okay. for incitement to hatred. Oh. Now, in the context of the Jehovah's Witnesses, who do you think is the target of their hatred? Oh, man. Pick somebody. <laughs> those those dudes are good at hating everybody, but I'm going to say, I mean, you'd think it would be uh, LGBTQ plus people. Hmm. No. But I'm, I'm going to guess you're going to tell me no, because uh, you wouldn't have asked otherwise. Former Jehovah's Witnesses. There it is. There it is. They're, they're shamers. Is, yeah. The shunning, the practice of shunning has finally gotten them into hot water. Oh, I love um, it. And uh, they were taken to court. Um, some former Jehovah's Witnesses approached the uh, Ghent uh, public prosecutor's office, um, who then sort of looked into it, uh, investigated, and summoned the Jehovah's Witnesses on, for four charges, which are incitement to discrimination on the basis of religious belief against a person mm. and against a group, so that's two, uh, as well as incitement to hatred or violence against a per person and against a group. So yeah. there's the remaining two. Because um, they're little the, shits about people who leave their religion because they're a cult. Yeah. yeah. Um, apparently, uh, Jehovah's Witnesses um, say that ex-members should be shunned like the plague, um, according to the lawyer um, in the case. Uh, Peter Brom Lege, um, and uh, he assists um, the the ex witness who started the case. Um, and according to the lawyer, um, this the 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 ex witness used to sit on uh, the Jehovah's Judicial Committee and help decide on exclusions until he re realized it was going too far. Um, we act, for example, for a man whose wife is still a member and he is ignored in his own home yeah. or a woman who has never seen her father since the exclusion. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, they're really cruel about it. Like yeah. they are, they're super nice if you meet them and you're, you want to just, you know, talk Bible for a minute. Yeah. But if you decide to join up and then you decide to leave, your family is supposed to just freeze you out completely yeah yeah you don't exist you're gone yeah right um and uh what's awesome here is that these uh former jehovah's witnesses um are not stopping at uh this decision in in uh in belgium yeah, and they they want to take the case all the way to the european court yes um, because they want to stop the the practice throughout europe um, which would be a huge, wonderful change uh, for them. But it does sort of beg an interesting question, considering the Jehovah's Witnesses and who they are and sort of their lack of respect for civil law. 
yeah um in general um that they you know would rather go to prison than say i mean they're conscientious objectors which i actually you know kind of applaud i respect Um, that i respect that but but you can't be a conscientious objector to like civil society there's a difference between being a conscientious objector (laughs) to war right and saying i won't participate in your violence right and saying i won't participate in your goodness to other humans right but it's the context in which they object to fighting right because they don't recognize the state Right. right like like they seem to be fine with sort of emotional violence and being horrible right. people. That's right? true. Like it's not like they're they have some high moral standard. In my, from my opinion, right? It's well, the, they it's would this, say that it's being high that it is high moral standard. That's right. But it's it's just this thing about not respecting the state, right? right. And, and sure. its authority. But they want they want to difference. live only under uh, Jehovah. Right. But there's a difference between one or two people saying, I'm willing to go to jail for this, and the entire organization saying, I'm willing for them to to take millions of dollars of my money. And I think money really talks where, uh, <laughs> where everything else might fall apart. But like so many things, like also with the, 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 the allegations of... Um, abuse right yeah and the fact that the 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 i forget all the terms that the jehovah's witnesses use but their leaders will hide abuse from the authorities right because they don't respect the state's authority i think all this does is make it go underground they're just going to be a little bit a little more sly about it they're going to they're going to coach people on how to be just enough of a dick to make jehovah happy Right. Or they're just so going like, to say we not, don't, but not break the law. Or they're going to say we don't mandate that you shun. Right. This is your choice. It's yeah. your decision to make. And then, yeah. and then, You're right. I, yeah, I don't see this case doing anything because it's just too hard to like to make a, a an organization see to pr- It's too hard to prove that you know that that this group of people is mandating. I mean, they're. They're totally out in the open doing it now, but they'll right. it'll go underground, like you said. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, American values. Oh. Apparently, some people have them still in this country, despite <laughs> what everyone from not who's listening to this from not our country might think. There are some values here, uh, and the 2020 American Values Atlas study has uh, has come out from. P-R-R-I, which I never did get to the bottom of what that stands for. I should, probably should know. Uh, anyway, this is a study of Americans, and they asked some questions about how many people support or object to rights, uh, protections specifically for LGBTQ persons, um, like legal protections against mm-hmm. discrimination. Okay. Uh, so I go, you know what? I'm going to have you play. We're going to play some guessing games. How okay. many okay. Americans to- mm-hmm. of, of the total number of Americans, how many would you say favor laws that would protect LGBTQ, all the letters I got lost in the middle there, people from discrimination in jobs, housing, and public accommodations? 102. (laughs) 
That is a high percentage. <laughs> oh, you want a percentage? Um, I, we're importing people for that percentage. <laughs> um, we're going to include Canada. Let's see the support LGBT in 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 workplace. You say. Uh, in jobs, housing, and public accommodations. Oh, I think it's actually quite high. I think it's probably 70%. It is 76%, my friend. Really? Yeah. Wow, even higher than I thought. Yeah, that's up I was from... about to say 70 to 80, and then I like I pulled myself back. I was like, yeah. there's no way it could be 80. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's up from 72% in 2019. Really? Now, it, yeah, which is great. It does break it down by religion. That's one of the ways that they break it down. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, religiously unaffiliated people, uh, which am us, are definitely the the highest supporting group. Mm. Well, actually, technically, we're tied for oh. highest supporting group uh, in really? favor of, of protections with white mainline Protestants. Shut the fuck up. I what? know. Which means All that those there are 15% religiously unaffiliated people who are opposed to it. Which, fuck you guys, whoever they are. <laughs> um, but Hopefully yeah, those not are the listening to this show. They're not listening to this show. Uh, but those are the <laughs> highest ones. Uh, Jewish comes in hot. Uh, yeah. You know, black Protestants are actually pretty strong. Really? Uh, 73% like, in favor really? for black wow. Protestants. Hooray for them. Wow. Uh, Hispanic Catholics are pretty high at 81%. What? I, you wait, know, wait. I, I have to think that like, there's a, wow. there, there's, there's a little there. Even if you think that somebody's evil for their way of life, when you've experienced oppression, you kind of huh. go, ah, maybe we shouldn't be too big a dicks to them. Well, I also just think that like more and more, it's clear how much religious leadership is is out of touch with right. the people that they're leading. Right? Totally. And that's, totally. that's not across the board. I think the evangelicals are all just a bunch of a-holes. Um, and their leadership probably lines up pretty <laughs> well right. with them. They're probably trying to keep up right. um, with, with, with how bad. Yeah, anyway. But anyway. But we're going to go Sorry. back to our guessing Sorry. game. Okay. More because our, our lowest score no so no there's no surprise here it belongs to white evangelical protestants yeah uh and and of course they're the lowest score because they're the worst uh right. and i want you to guess what percentage of white evangelical protestants favor sub, uh non-discrimination protections it's going to be higher than i think probably mm um so like higher than four percent higher five yeah, percent shocking <laughs> um i would say i'm i because you're asking the question the way that you are and everything and the whole thing seems to be higher than expected i'm gonna say it's above 50 percent. you are correct really 62 wow 62 percent is our lowest demographic and and yeah that's white evangelical Protestants. I'm going to take back my thing about evangelicals. <laughs> I think that the evangelicals who get all the press are the bad ones. Yeah. I mean, that's very clearly the case. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, I need I need to rein that in. And then they have their little followers. But like, I mean, I heard I was listening to a evangelical woman who found her way onto liberal radio this afternoon, um, <laughs> and she what she was she was a decent human being and that was clear and she was a person of integrity and i and i and that made me actually kind of go oh evangelicals i guess they're not that horrible um but it is still a really dangerous movement as a whole no matter what um gross wow that makes me have decent feelings towards some evangelicals yeah well i'm sure that i mean look if there's anything we've learned from our show, it's don't worry; those won't last long. <laughs> those positive well, I feelings. I appreciate it. You know, dear dear even white evangelicals, I appreciate as a gay man. I appreciate the fact that you see me uh, enough as a human being that <laughs> I shouldn't be put out of my house, fired, or what was the third one? Uh, Medical access. Yeah, or, or 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 uh, yeah, public accommodations uh, whatever. whatever accommodations whatever yeah. that means so i mean what that's actually getting your fucking cake made when you go into a store that's yeah. what a public accommodation well is. no they asked about the cake make thing oh did they so they asked a question about uh if you how much people oppose religiously based service refusals okay meaning uh yeah do you strongly favor or strongly oppose uh uh-huh. or somewhere in the middle allowing a small business owner in your state to refuse to provide service or products uh, to gay or lesbian people if doing so violates their religious beliefs. Oh, boy. Then things got a little bit tricky. Yeah, I bet. So so definitely, like, the coolest group in that respect is the Jewish group. Uh, Jewish people, uh, 46% strongly oppose... And 25% oppose. Hmm. And then, you know, only a total of 24% strongly favor or favor uh, the ability to refuse. But it never, like, the favoring of uh, or strongly favoring of, of uh, uh, of the ability to refuse service never gets above 50%. Jesus Christ. Really? Even even among white evangelical Protestants, a little tiny, tiny bit over 50%. Hmm. Uh, well, no, not quite. Actually, that's not true. But it's not <laughs> over 50% that, are, that oppose it, but hmm. it's under 50% that favor it. Hmm. So. Interesting. Wow. You know, that's a thing. That's a thing. Yeah. There, there is some progress in this land of ours. That's what I'm getting at. There's, it's slow and it's ugly and it's stupid, but there's some progress. It happens. I'm proud to be right. <laughs> so oh, there you Dan. go. Well, no, that's it's it's great news. I love it. And yay, mainline Protestants for not being quite as shitty as we believed you were. Well, oh, oh no! Oh, mainline knew. Protestants. Mainline yeah, mainline Protestants are doing well. Yeah. Jews are doing great. Yeah. So hurrah! Hispanic Catholics. Huh. It's funny to know who who who's out there who's kind of not so bad. Yeah. You know. Yeah. There you go. All right. Well, listen, kids. Uh, if you would like to write into us and tell us all about how you oppose uh, bakers having to make cakes for gay people, you can do so. 
write to us at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. I am assured that by the time you do that, I will actually have access to your emails. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Stick around. There's more show coming up. Hey, Dan. Hey. Dan, it's been so long. Where have you been? I, I, I was <laughs> hiding. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, um, I don't know who this is, this next person. <laughs> it's uh, a prophet. Jeff, Jeff Jansen. Yeah. Okay. Here, here, here. I've, I've got, I finally have put, like, my finger on what I, what my main beef with these prophets really is. Okay. Right. Which is, they don't dress like prophets. Oh, yeah. No, definitely right? not. Like, like, where, where's the, the school? itchy scratchy you know like clothing the the robe that's made out of something horrible and itchy right right where where's where where's just the filth where's the desert on you or conversely some some vestments of gravitas you know what I mean? Not, like, let's not put an Under Armour T-shirt. Let's put on a big goofy hat and like several layers of heavy cotton and wool. Yeah. Like, yes. Like, put in a little bit of effort instead of yeah, it, this 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 stupid like Under Armour T-shirt and and <laughs> bad haircut. But that's what we're gonna get. Uh, yeah. And ladies and gentlemen, as you hear. What Jeff Jansen has to say, here's what I want you to imagine, because this is really what is on the screen. It's a split screen. Uh-huh. Uh, it's, a, it's a Zoom call or whatever. And uh, our, our, our prophet is on the right side. And on the left side is, for the bulk of the time, <laughs> an empty chair. The other dude left for Just most of the time that this guy's talking and uh. then comes back right at the end. And sits down and immediately starts thoughtful nodding. Yes. Dude went out and got a snack during (laughs) this prophesying. So that's how much, like, if their own show, it's your show, man. Yeah. Anyway, if their own show doesn't pay uh, this prophecy that much attention, I guess you don't have to either. But here's what it has to say anyway. I've had people email me and say, Jeff, you missed it. You said President Trump was going to be serving back-to-back terms and back-to-back presidency. Uh, But there's nothing magical about January the 20th. You have to realize that uh, what's taken place in our nation has been a hostile takeover. And uh, just because there was a fake inauguration, and that's exactly what it was, a fake inauguration, uh, uh, for for optics and for posture, let them have their day in the sun doing what's going to take place. Basically, the pr- the, the prophetic word of Kim Clement is standing right now. It's the tale of two presidents, and right now in America, because President Trump has never conceded, he never agreed to anything, he never stepped away, never conceded. He basically stepped aside momentarily while things are being sorted out. And he used every available option afforded him to be able to do that constitutionally through the House of Representatives, through the courts. But listen, the court system is corrupt. The Supreme Court is corrupt. Corrupt judges, uh, corrupt everything. And uh, he tried. They blocked him at every 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 place they blocked him. 
said he didn't have standing in the court system. The president of the United States doesn't have standing in the, in the court system. Uh, basically, he's done all that he could do. And when it was all said and done, the House did not was not able to do it. He stepped aside. He never conceded. And the last defense is military. So the military, actually, the military is in control right now. And uh, they will, they've already made their determination. It, now it's about execution. Now it's about returning civil power after after the the we the people factor, uh, the the rightly duly elected president from this past election uh, comes forward and they expose the corruption. There will be civil power restored to the United States, and that president will be Donald J. Trump. Watch what the Lord does, but I believe that April, I'll, I would be surprised if things don't happen. By, by the end of April. Now I'm talking the 23rd, 24th, and 25th, which I believe are key dates. Is it, why can't, they need to let this go. Well, <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm kind of rooting for them to keep holding on to it. I just want to see how far, because there's no way they last four years. <laughs> they just I want to see how up deep with... they take it. Next month on the 23rd, 24th, and 25th, something just, big's gonna happen. It's just amazing. I, Greg Locke, Pastor Locke, who's a guy from Tennessee that I follow on Twitter, and he's just a doofus. He said he's he recently tweeted, "I still believe in Donald that Donald Trump's going to be president." It's just, man, it is a it is a, a a funny thing that they do. I think they keep it up until he either, uh, uh, you know announces that he's not going to run again which of course he's of course he's running again um <laughs> or he wins again yeah well like they're gonna keep he, they are absolutely gonna keep this up because they have to be to right jail. i would or, love oh, for, to see the to looks jail. on their faces if he went oh that would be amazing you know, if he went to jail to prison in georgia yeah, for election oh tampering i want to loop back to something though okay which is the corrupt courts and judges and Supreme Court, <laughs> of which is like packed with Trump nominees, lackeys. Yeah, yeah. like like a, a a third of the Supreme Court got there because of Donald Trump. Well, right? and and a like, whole bunch of them are con like it is a it is it's what seven to two conservative now or so. Yes, it's off. No, it's, I think it's like three uh, six to three, but yeah, still. Like right? you guys need to not be alienating this court. This is your court. This yeah. is as good as you it's are going to have. Everything it. you ever wanted in a Supreme Court, it's yeah. there, guys. Yeah. Like this is going to if if the religious shit makes its way to the court, which it's going to, you're gonna get everything you want. Yeah. Like it you need fucking to, sucks. You need to be like, so happy about this court. What are you doing? What, how, like co what corrupt courts? I mean, okay, mate. Mm. No, no. I also love the ludicrous. idea that uh, because Trump didn't concede and he never he never acquiesced. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. He, I got news for you, dude. He doesn't need to. No. We don't need him to say a word. No, that's uh, a we tradition. We can just move on. That's been presidents being decent that's and respecting him. the process. The fact that so he's a little concede. bitch about the whole thing doesn't mean he's not that he's still president. <laughs> you can't just say, I'm not leaving, and then you you just get to still be yeah. president. That's not how it works. Well, I love that he didn't concede, he didn't this, he didn't that. Well, he 
got on the helicopter. Yeah. He, right? He they, said I goodbye. Didn't see, I didn't see shackles. I didn't see people dragging him. Yeah, he got exactly. on it. He left, guys. Yeah, totally. Get over it. Oh, my God. Well, there you have it. Uh, we had some folks write into <laughs> uh, us uh, and call into us, so that's indeed. nice. Yeah. Uh, this one's from John, who says, Hi, I stand ashamed of not being a patron, but I also stand as being a pensioner with a limited fixed income. We totally understand that, John. This show is entirely free to you, and we are happy to provide it. But all the rest of you, you better pay attention that you need to kick in a little bit extra for the pensioners of the world. Mm. All right? All right. Enough said. Here's John goes on. I am English, but I have lived in Ireland just over half of my 68 years. I was born and raised an atheist, and, well, I still am an atheist. In the current episode, you mentioned... Quote, every diocese, every Catholic organization on the planet is just hemorrhaging money because of scandals with pedophilia. I am sorry, very sorry to have to tell you <laughs> that the assets of the Catholic Church, indeed the assets of all religions in Ireland, are protected under the <gasps> Constitution of Ireland. Oh, no. Article 44.2.6 states... The property of any religious denomination or any educational institution shall not be diverted save for necessary works of public utility and on payment of comp compensation. This, being the highest internal law in the country, EU law ranks higher, prevents the courts from even hearing lawsuits against religions. What's the point? You can't get any compensation for any injuries suffered, including being, and I'll use the word abused, though he used a more colorful phrase, uh, by the employee of religion when you were a kid. What's happening is that all taxpayers in Ireland, including non-Catholics, are footing the abuse bill and being a government payout, uh, and being a government payout, the compensation is not nearly enough to go even partway to remedying the abuse. Hmm. There are those of us who think that the abuser should pay dearly, but that's not, and that's not easy to get Irish people to understand that the largest criminal child and unmarried mother abuse and killing organization in the world should be shut down. Keep up the good work, John. Uh. Yeah, I, uh, that's, uh, that is some heavy duty stuff. That's, that's called foresight. That's that is <laughs> put it that, in the constitution. That is called privilege beyond belief, which Ooh. religions have enjoyed for millennia. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Do we have? Why don't we play the voicemail? Yeah, we have a voicemail, Dan. This is from a uh, listener who uh, sh shares a story about something. Um, I've I've never been to Hawaii. That might change soon. Yeah. Um, because as soon as uh, we're fully vaccinated, I'm on a jet plane. Um, <laughs> but um, no, a, a listener who's sharing experience about something that's in Hawaii that's called the, um, was it the Polynesian Cultural Center? Is that oh, what it's yes. called? I've been to the PCC. Okay. Or, or as, I, I think it's our friend uh, Chris who calls it the, uh, the Mormon People Zoo. <laughs> anyway, it's... Um, yeah, it's it's run by the Mormon Church. Um, there's a long backstory there as to like why they would yeah. run this, um, and of course, with it being 
run by the Mormons, it also comes with Mormon rules. So here's a, his voicemail. Hey, how you doing? I'm James Roach. Uh, live over in Morocco right now. Uh, quick story. Um, went on vacation with an ex-girlfriend to uh, Oahu, Hawaii. Uh, we had, a, had fun, and we went to uh, Polynesian Cultural Center. Had no idea that it was run by the Mormons. Chilling out and having fun, and it's almost noontime, and I'm asking, hey, where's the alcohol? They're like, alcohol? We don't have alcohol. You have a bar here. Well, sir, we don't have alcohol here. This is run by the Mormons. And I'm like, oh, interesting. So later on in the day, they offered to take us a tour of the temple, and when I was over there, I, uh, uh, they, they asked if I would prefer, like, to have any more information about the Mormons. And I said, yes, absolutely. I've always found a calling in the, with the Mormon faith, and my name is Jeff. So I gave her my friend's address, uh, name, and uh, before we even got back to Austin, Texas, they already went out to his house and knocked on his door at 8 o'clock in the morning. And you have to understand, back then, we were uh, late-night uh, bartending folks. So, yeah, let's just say he wasn't too happy. Just thought I'd share that story. And uh, if you ever get a chance to head out to the Polynesian Cultural Center, please do. It is <laughs> quite an experience. Thanks. Love the show. Take care. Have a good day. <laughs> Using the missionaries for pranks. Well done. You know, I I feel like that is a very good use of missionary time. <laughs> you know, totally. It, I mean, and believe me, you can get them wherever you want them. Uh, like, <laughs> literally, if you go outside your front door and holler, hey, Mormons, you'll probably get a couple wherever you are. If You, you can look into the mirror and say Mormonism, Mormonism, Mormonism three times, and someone will ring your doorbell. Bloody Mormon, bloody Mormon. <laughs> yeah, why not? I mean, send them to everybody. Send them to your boss. Just give them your <laughs> boss's information when you when you don't get the raise that you deserve. Mm. It's a good passive aggressive way that that uh, that that doesn't do any real harm. <laughs> Anyway, uh, hey, Elizabeth wrote into us. Uh, Hi guys, my name is Elizabeth. Yeah, I just said that. Anyway, uh, I've been <laughs> listening to your show for a couple months now. I was raised in a very Catholic family and only recently told my family I'm not a believer, so I was still going hmm. to church with them un un up until a couple months ago. Hmm. A couple of weeks before the 2020 election, the homily was the priest literally yelling at us to vote, quote, Catholic, which he then specified meant voting for the pro-life candidate. Although Don't he vote didn't, for the Catholic. Yeah, the yeah, Catholic. yeah, exactly. Vote against a Catholic by voting <laughs> Catholic. Catholic. Uh, it makes uh, no sense. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Although he didn't say names, he went on and on about the candidate that, quote, rep represented Christian ideals because of his ideas on marriage and abortion. It was really <sighs> painful to sit through, not just for me, but for my Catholic family who are conservative, but in no way Trump supporters. Apparently, the same type of homily was given by different priests at a different mass in the same church. Just wondering huh. if you guys had heard of any other churches that were openly telling their people to vote for Trump. I hope this wasn't some type of order that was given out to all the churches. Love the show. Stay safe and, and COVID-free. Well, Elizabeth, hmm. I I haven't heard anything about the Catholics, uh, you know, sending out an, an order mm. to their priests. I do know lots of evangelicals were yeah. gleefully saying that if you didn't vote for Donald Trump, you were evil and demon possessed and all kinds of other things. But yeah, I think a lot of times like people 
they know the message. Oh, yeah. Right? They, it doesn't take the Pope telling them, you know. It's true. Those priests knew. No, Biden, it is. Biden, Biden's just Catholic in name only. Yeah. He's a, he's a Kino. He's a, yeah. A, a Kino. Kino. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is shocking to me that when when presented with the choice between a, a very obviously evil man and yeah. a practicing Catholic, yeah. these guys are like, well, nope, the only thing I care about is abortion and uh, and keeping gays from being happy. So ridiculous. You got to vote for Trump. Absolutely. Well, I mean, uh, that, that's that's the evil act right there. Yeah. If you ask me. But yeah, hmm. totally. Anyway, uh, listen, we uh, we need your support, kids. Uh, and so many of you do support us in various ways. And we're going to give you a few ways that you can support us and uh, and show that 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 you like our show. Uh, one of those ways, the cheapest, the freest way is to go to iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and to give us a little rating and a review. Uh, yeah. As Bruce from Green did uh, on iTunes, where he wrote, Yes, Frank and Dan are human beings, and I appreciate that. <laughs> so, oh, very glad beings. to be of service. I'm, I'm not sure how Ooh. you know uh, our species. But we're not lizard people. Yeah. We could be lizard people. Yeah. You're, you're going to need to check in with David Icke about that. But uh, <laughs> as far as you, uh, the rest of you know, we are human beings, and that is to be appreciated. So please feel free to go out there onto the interwebs and write a nice little blurb about us. It helps our, it helps other people find the show and it's very nice of you. And when you give us the five stars, which you should always give us five stars, no fewer, uh, it helps counteract all of the jerk Christians who don't even listen to our show, but give us a one star review anyway, just because we've got the word atheist in the title. And then the other way that you can support us uh, is the money way, and uh, and that's something that we don't ask of everybody. Our friend John in Ireland, no, we don't ask it of you. John, you're good. Everybody else, if you can afford it, give us some of your cash. Uh, <laughs> just like Cynthia did, who went and on PayPal gave us a lovely thing. Cynthia, I am going to now uh, bless you. Uh, you are now a teacher in the Aaronic Priesthood. Congratulations to the to you. And then, Frank, you got some people to thank as well. I do indeed, Dan. Um, these kind folk went over to uh, thankgodimatheist.com and uh, followed the, the, our Patreon link, which you can find there. And Yeah. And so um, that's a great way of finding us over on Patreon. Um, we actually have two new patrons this week. Okay. Uh, we have a new deacon, uh, Robert. Robert. Thank you, Robert. Uh, Congratulations. You, now, you can pass sacrament like a, uh -huh. like a 12 year old um and then there's uh a new teacher by the name of thomas and thomas gets to set up the sacrament yeah like you a guys 14 are so year lucky old. You, that you have these powers now <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> like a 14 year old male this is yeah. important yeah um as as uncle mark on how to heretic likes to say when you're a mormon if you once a boy turns 12 he outranks his mother so yep that's a lot of fun. Anyway, you guys get the priesthood from us, which is a lot nicer, and it isn't sexist, and it's actually 
it has equal amount of magic. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> Uh, and then and we have one more person to thank. We do indeed. We have our top donor, Dan, our oh, Lord wait, and Savior. Wait, I'm cutting you off. What's because that? Because I am going to quickly throw in a, a sneaky thank you to our sneaky demigod, Davis. <laughs> Davis! He's a demigod. He is no longer the Lord and Savior. Now you go in and give us the Lord and Savior. <laughs> our Lord and Savior, Austin! Woo! Dan. Yeah. Um, do you enjoy a good lawsuit as much as I do? <laughs> it depends on which end of the suit I'm on, I guess. No, uh, I don't enjoy a good lawsuit at all. But I did recently uh, realize that if I had a lot of money, mm. I might enjoy, I might high, retain a lawyer just for frivolous lawsuits as pranks <laughs> against my friends. Oh, that would be really nice of you. Yeah. Um, let's hope you never have a lot of money then. Yeah. I mean, um, it doesn't look like that's a, I'm anyone, I'm in any danger at this point. <laughs> um, well, one Mr. James Huntsman of the Huntsman uh, family uh, of uh, Utah and Mormonism and whatnot. They're um, a big, they're a big deal family here. You, yeah. That name, uh, that name opens every door. In yeah. Utah, well, literally, you just whisper it, and it's like a, a password. Yeah, but billionaire daddy John Huntsman Senior, um, and and faithful Mormon, right? Yes, um, it really like um, established that family very, very, very well in in sort of Mormondom, um, and it, they're an interesting family. Um, you know, John Huntsman Junior ran for president of the United States after being a wildly popular governor of Utah. Yeah, um, because even he among us, yeah, I like we I loved we the liked man. him. Yeah, he was great. Um, and then um, I forget what his name, but one of the other brothers owned the uh, he bought the uh, Salt Lake Tribune out of like the the out of like some horrible like hedge fund situation where it was just right. being dismantled slowly over time. Um, he bought it out of that situation and then turned it into a nonprofit organization so that we yeah. so that we have. Um, a, a, a non-Mormon owned uh, uh, newspaper in this city. Uh, yeah. They're just, they're the kind of uber wealthy folk you kind of like to have around a little bit. Is kind of, of them. I mean, John Huntsman Sr. also founded like a cancer research center yeah. um, up at the University of Utah. Like philanthropy kind of runs strong. Uh, in, in in the family. Anyway, um, James Huntsman has decided uh, he's he uh, resigned from the church, I guess, a year or two ago, and he is now suing the LDS Church for uh, his his all his tithing back. He wants he his says, tithing back <laughs> because of he says that they've committed fraud, that they have misused the money. They've yeah. that they've used it in a way other than 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 they lead the membership to believe, and this goes back to another story that we talked about on the show a, a while back, which is the crazy 
huge investment fund and the mountain of money that the Mormon church is just sitting on yeah. that got whistleblown to the IRS. What was that, like two years ago? Yeah, something like that. What was the, what was the sum? It's some absolutely astronomical crazy sum. It was sum. $100 billion. That's what it is. Which is a larger fund mm -hmm. than the Harvard um, uh, endowment. endowment. Or whatever. Um, and it's large. It's a larger fund than the Gates Foundation, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation is sitting on. Oh yeah. Um, it, this is an astron. I mean, everybody knows a hundred billion dollars is an astro astronomical amount of money, but it is fucking ludicrous for a religious organization, a church. To just be sitting on this money, they've referred to it as a rainy day fund, right? Which got the best quip out of uh, Mitt Romney. Um, he he was like more like a rainy month fund or something, a rainy like year that. fund or whatever. Rainy anyway, year fund. Anyway, um, maybe not the best quip, but it was awesome that it came out of Mitt Romney's mouth. Um, and yeah, it's a shockingly high amount of money, and especially shockingly high when you consider how much they love to brag about their, you know, five or six million dollars that they give to charity every year or whatever. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. talk about like, you know, they put it in 30 million dollars every now and then and they're, they uh, will not shut up about how, how much they give to charity. Right. And but so I kind of get where this, uh, where, where James Huntsman's coming from. When he says, I gave you guys like more than $5 million in tithing. Right. Well, what's and, it's, and you guys are just investing it. I could yeah. have invested it. Right. And what's important is, so they take a little bit of the unused tithing money and they put it into this investment fund. Right. This is how I understand. I, I remember it working. It was a, right. So they put a, they put some in there. And then they've been building this fund. And then at a certain point, and this is where the whistleblower was trying to get, um, was or what he was really trying to expose, and that would get the Mormon church in trouble if it's true, which is they then used this money to bail out some for-profit um, companies that the church owns. Like there was right. this insurance company that during the economic downturn, uh, you know, a little over a decade ago, um, they had an insurance company that they own. That let that sink in. An insurance company they right. own um, that was having a hard time. And so they used some of this money to prop them up. Also, there was something about the the $2 billion mall that they built downtown. Right. Um, which also... Malls don't cost $2 billion, people. But if you walk <laughs> through this one, you go, oh, this is a $2 billion mall. Um, and they apparently just dipped into the old credit card there. and Yeah. Uh, which yeah. they weren't supposed to do and which they adamantly denied ever having done. Right. And so um, I, I he definitely has a moral and ethical case here. I don't know how much of a legal case he has, um, yeah, not being a legal expert on such things. But like, it's tricky because I, I can't imagine this going anywhere. Like it seems completely hopeless to me, just based on how I've seen the courts <laughs> act towards religion versus yeah. somebody going after religion. Mm -hmm. And also, like you know, 
you gave the money willingly yeah. and you never asked them what they were doing with it. You know what well, I mean? But, like you just said, yeah. oh, okay, I'll, you just have all this money. But he is right that maybe they misrepresented. And look, a guy that has that much money is the kind of guy who whose lawyers could pull something crazy off. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if the, the lawsuit's going anywhere. My guess is, though, that he's not sitting on a $100 billion mound of cash. Um, no. No, and- he does. He has a lot of money. He doesn't have Mormon money. No. He doesn't have. No, he has Mormon no. money. He doesn't have Mormon church money. Yeah, and that's that is a kind of money that no one can hope to match. Yeah. However, it, yeah, can you imagine what would happen hmm. if he won this case? Oh my God. Oh my can God. You, I mean, that's the other reason he's not not going to win is because courts will be keenly aware of the precedent that will be yeah. set. If anyone is able to reclaim the shit money that they gave away while they were being lied to by their religion, because yeah. get, the line to get behind to the line for people suing the church after he wins will be forever. It's an eternity line, and I'm in it. I'm going to be second or third in that line. I want my $500 back. Yeah, I didn't give him much, but I gave enough <laughs> that, uh, you know, that's a that, that's a trip to Mexico right there. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, my parents m- drilled tithe paying into me, right? Yeah. Like, it, like, I was given an allowance, and I had to pay tithing on my allowance. Right. Right. And I think that's probably common or not unheard of right did you have one of those um, banks one of those little piggy banks that had the the slot for you and the slot for the lord and then the no. slot for your to save for your mission oh no no i didn't those were common um, here <laughs> but um i you know i yeah i had to have made what between you know jobs and whatnot you know not a ton of money growing up but I know I had $5,000 in the bank when I graduated from high school. Yeah. You know, that I had saved. And so there was at least $500, but probably more like double that that I pay. Like, they probably owe me $1,000. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, exactly. I want, I want my $1,000. It's one of those things where, <laughs> I, I mean, that's one of the things that is so painful when you leave your church is realizing, not just realizing oh, I was lied to this whole time, and oh, their morals are not right, and oh, you know, cosmology is different than what I thought, and I don't know what to believe anymore. But also, I gave those assholes so much of my hard-earned money, and they used it so badly, or in the case of the Mormons, just decided not to use it at all. (laughs) I think that is... That's one of the most painful things that yeah. people go through when they've left their religion is just how much they, and it's not just money too. Like we all gave so, so much, much time, time and so, so much, much work. Time. Yeah. And well, and they're even worse about that now. Like my understanding is, is that like the Mormon membership, like they take turns cleaning the chapel. They play turns being the janitor. They used to always have a, ja- a hired paid janitor they don't do that the anymore. Church. 
Oh, those my, sneaks. Those they fucking... have people. They get people to volunteer to go clean the toilets down at the the, the ward house. Oh my gosh! Let me tell you right? something. Like the it's second absurd. I found, I like even if I were a believing member, the second I found out about a hundred billion dollars, <laughs> if they said it's your turn to clean the toilets, I would be no, no. Yeah, yeah. I'm afraid okay. it's not. You can afford a janitor. Yeah. We know we know you can f- afford a janitor. So just pay a fucking janitor. No, like there's that, but then there's like the callings. I served a fucking Mormon mission. Yeah. Which is one of the 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 most difficult things to like really figure out post having like left the church and you know like like I got to go live in a foreign country and I learned a foreign language and I like, I had like some cool experiences, but they all, that was also two years of my adolescence. Yeah. Right. That they, two, that, two very important years of your life that, yeah, that you, those, those were supposed to be my first two years in college. Yeah. Right. Um, and instead you didn't get any years in college because of it. You had to, <laughs> you start, had to start on year three. <laughs> no, it's not. No, I mean, obviously, I came back and I went to college and everything. And people don't always just go to college right out of high school. But right. like, um, but that that was always my plan. Yeah. And then somehow it got diverted to like serve this mission thing. Like I was, I was, I was going to go on to like a year of college before, and I was being sneaky. I was, I, I knew that if I did, I would never actually go on a mission. Uh-huh. And I, but, and I think my dad knew that too. And so he kind of forced the issue. But anyway, yeah. but so like you have these, all these things that you end up giving to your religious community beyond the money. Yeah. And, and, and they just, they just take and take and take and just drain it out of you. Yeah. I mean, there's the community side of it that you can't really like the people taking care of each other and the volunteerism and all of that. That's a good thing. Right. Sure. Absolutely. But it's not like, like you get nothing in return. Yeah. But then but, there's also like the abusive side of religion mm-hmm. and the and the 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 you know all the purity culture bullshit and stuff. So it's like yeah. once you once you free yourself, I feel like they owe us a debt. Well, and people like taking Mormon like ward callings and feeling like they don't they don't want to do the thing like the amount of guilt that people feel. Oh yeah. Right. That leads them to like, you know, serve their community. That's, I don't know that that's a good thing. No. Right. No. And so there, there are anyway. so many negative, painful emotions that yeah. people just swallow because the Lord is telling them to do it. Yeah. But I say, good luck, James yeah. Huntsman. Uh, you're let us know if there's a way we can, uh, we know that you're listening, uh, James, uh, <laughs> let us know if there's a way that we can be supportive of this endeavor. Cause I am on board. <laughs> I will write, uh, write oh, an please. amicus brief. I mean, even if like, okay, it won't really put a dent into their massive amount of money. Like you are wasting their time. Yeah. Right. Like that's one thing that he's well, doing. Well, and you're scaring the shit wasting... out of them because you're yeah. making people think, mm-hmm. and uh, and you're making you're you're asking a question that they don't think anyone has the right to ask. Yeah, and yeah. I love Brilliant. that. Yeah, so I think it's all a very good thing, um, and I wish more people would would do it. To be yeah, honest. yeah. So Who there we go. The we'll we'll uh, we'll keep you abreast. We'll uh, let you know how it goes. I don't expect it to go anywhere, but. 
I've been surprised before. We'll see. <laughs> anyway, uh, if you think you know where it's going or if you would like to sue uh, your uh, religion for something, tell us about it. Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah. Also follow us on Twitter. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGIAtheist. Twitter at TGIAtheist. And if you want to join the Members Only Lounge over on Facebook, go to thankgodimatheist.com slash members only. You have to do the whole thing. And then it takes you right over to... uh, to to the members on to Facebook, yeah. Hey, uh, thanks so much to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their music, and thanks to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music, and thanks to all of you, dear friends, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Bye bye. Mm-hmm.